All right, so we start up the new parak on the Mishnah on Tesvav and Bez. So the, uh, the Mishnah mentions a case. So the dispute between the husband and the wife in our Mishnah is when they're getting divorced already. And he's claiming that at the time he married her, she was a Bula, so she only gets a Ksuba of 100. The Ksuba was only 100. Whereas she's claiming... That he, at the time she married him, she was a psula, so her exuba was 200. So it's a he said, she said scenario, and the Mishnah says the burden of proof is on her. She cannot bring the proof, and he'll save the money. So if she has proof that she was a psula, so then she gets 200. If, he, if she doesn't have a proof, then the husband only has to pay 100. And what's considered proof? So the Mishnah discusses there are different practices, local minhagan, that they used to have to highlight the fact that the kala was a psula. Very interesting. It wasn't like, you know. Today, you may think about if such a thing would happen. You know, it'd be so embarrassing one way or the other way. In the Mishnah's times, like they would, it was, it was like a publicity thing. They would show everybody that she was a bazula with all the different minhagim that they had. So if one of those things happened at the wedding, so it's proof that she was a bazula. Otherwise, we assume that, that the burden of proof is upon her. She can't prove it. And he is able to keep. And the Gemara references, hey, didn't we have a machlokas from Gamlil, Rabbi Yeshua, about this very issue? We had a machlokas a little bit of a different case. We had a machlokas when after the chuppah he finds that she was not a b'sula. He's surprised and he says, hey, well, what's going on? Did you trick me? It's in Mechatos. I don't know you the k'suba. Were you really a And she says, no, I was raped when I was, a, uh, when I was, when I was in Arusa. So there, Rabbi Gamliel said she's believed, even though she doesn't have proof. So is our Mishnah not like Rabbi Gamliel? So that's the very beginning of the, of the Gemara. So the Gemara told us a big Very important point, which we've spoken about, that Rigamliel is not just the fact that her claim is supported by Chazaka. The again, the point in question is when she was becoming an Arusa, was she Basula still? Or had the transition already occurred for her to become a Bula? So the Chazaka is supporting her in our Mishnah and in the Mishnah Dafid Beis. But the key difference is in the Mishnah Dafid Beis, she's a Bari and the husband's a Shema. She's saying, I'm telling you I was raped afterwards. And the husband is saying, <clears throat> maybe perhaps you actually were a Baula before and you tricked me. He doesn't know that. He can't claim. Forget about proof. He can't even make a conviction in his claim to be that way. So it's a Bari Shema. Beber Gamliel says, Bari Shema, Bitsir of the Chazaka. She's Motsi in the moment. Our Mishnah, it's a bar you bari. The husband's saying, I'm telling you, I know what happened. I, everyone knew we, you were Bula at the time. We only committed, we wrote the Ksuva, I only committed to 100. So he's bari. She's bari, he's bari. If it's a, if it's a, they're both bari, despite the fact that she has a cheskas everybody agrees that the burden of proof is upon her. Okay, so that's why we clear up. So now I want to focus on the second part of the Mishnah. Okay, that's really, I think, just some good clearing up of what's going on to start off the second parak. It gives us context for the second part of the Mishnah. So the second part of the Mishnah. Here we go. Moed Rabbi Yeshua. Rabbi Yeshua agrees. Agrees to what? Rabbi Yeshua agrees. So that's what the Gemara handles. Is it, is, is, is it, where is the context for the statement? What are we coming off? Where is Rabbi Yeshua? So eventually the Gemara says that we're referring to something back that happened in the first parak. Somewhere in the first parak, there was a Migu that came up and Rabbi Yeshua still did not allow the Migu, the one who was holding the Migu, to win. That's what the Gemara is going to explore. But there was a case. There was a case where the one who had the, the where, where the one who had the migu did not win. So the Gemara says, "Don't think that Rabbi Yeshua doesn't hold that the one who has a migu ever wins." What's the case? The case is someone is living in a field. Someone living in a field. Let's call him Reuven. Reuven is living in the field. The field is assumed to be his. Why not? Reuven goes over to Shimon. He says, "Let me tell you something. I admit." 
that this field that I live in used to be your father's field. It was your family's field. But what I'm telling you is that I bought this field off of your father. So now what just happened was breakdown. Reuven has admitted that the previous owner of the field was Shimon's father. What we'll call that, the terminology in halacha for that is marakama. He agrees that the previously known owner to us is now Shimon's father. Shimon didn't say anything. Shimon may have not known of that at all. Rashi always emphasizes throughout this sovia. Shimon has no clue. Everything is only coming because Reuven has admitted to that fact. Reuven has admitted that the field used to belong to Shimon's father. Now Reuven is coming along and saying, that's true. But you should know, let me make a taina that I still have the right to be on this land, even though it was your father's, because I bought it off of him. <coughs> now Reuven is not advancing any proof. He has no documents. He has no proof. He has no witnesses. But he was the one who said that it used to belong to Shimon's father. And now he is the one who is saying that he is the current owner of the field because he bought it off of Shimon's father. So what's the halacha? So even though this also just seems to be a regular migu. So if Rabbi Yeshua doesn't always hold that the one holding the migu is believed, so maybe you'll say here as well, maybe Reuven has to return the field to Shimon. And let's just explain a little bit better. Let's say there would be witnesses that the field used to belong to Shimon's father. Let's say it wouldn't have been a scenario where we're based upon Reuven's admission. Let's say it was known to us that we used to belong to Shimon's father. And now Reuven's in the field and Shimon says, hey, this used to belong to my father. How come you're in the field? And Shimon says, I'll tell you why I'm in the field, because I bought it off of him. What would the halacha be? The halacha would be, we would take it away from Ruvain, we'd kick him out of the field, and we'd give it to Shimon. Why is that? The reason is, when you're dealing with karka, non-movable property, whenever somebody's living in land, and he has no proof that it belongs to him, and there is proof to a, to, to a marakama, to another owner who used to be the owner, unless the person currently living in the land is able to support that he made a transaction to become the owner, then we take him away. Right? So that's a big difference between movable property and non-movable property. With movable property, we say if you're holding it, then you know the burden of proof is the one trying to take it away. Karka is not like that. With non-movable property, even if you're living in the land, if someone else was able to bring proof that they were the last known owner or their family was the last known owners of the land, then unless you, the one living in the land, is able to produce proof that there was a transaction which occurred, then you're going to get kicked out of the land. So here, had there been evidence that Shimon's family was the previous owners of the land, then what would we say? We'd say Reuven would be kicked out. But since there's no evidence, it's just that Reuven is admitting it. Reuven comes along and admits that fact. So he's saying that there was a previous owner of Shimon's father. And now Reuven is also admitting. Reuven is also saying, he's claiming that he bought it. Here he is Nemon. And the Mishnah explains what's the aside. The aside is... The mouth which asers is the mouth which is mater. What's the understanding of the mouth which asers is the mouth which is mater? What does that mean? So let's see Rashi, top Rashi. Rashi says very interesting words here. Shimon does not know that the field belonged to his father. He only knows it because Reuben tells him so. Shimon doesn't know. Shimon has no evidence, and more than he doesn't have any evidence, he doesn't even have a claim. That's the opinion of Rashi. Rashi is very clear here. Pesha Asar is unique because Shimon doesn't even have a claim without Ruvain's admission. He's honest. He says, I don't know that this used to belong to my father. Umasha Asar, So what Ruvain Asard, Asar, we're not we're talking about money, we're not talking about your day, but we mean what this that he prohibited from his ownership, that that he said, it's not mine. Behold, you know, he is also permitting to himself. So Rashi Shita is that Pesha Asar or Pesha Hitir is unique to where the other person has no time. He doesn't know anything except for the admission of this party. 
Therefore, we say the mouth which osers is the very mouth which is mater, and that is something that Rabbi Yeshua will agree to. So even if there's a different type of migu that Rabbi Yeshua doesn't agree necessarily, you win, but this type of migu, you will win. That's the idea that's going on here. And again, Rashi is emphasizing the pesha osar, hua pesha hitter, is specific to a case where the other party does not know. Okay? Does that make sense? Yeah. Cool. Now, I think I'm just going to try to show you Show you a lot of things, very interesting things from the before. I think it's good to speak it out. I'm almost kind of hoping God didn't learn the Gemara so well because it will usually I, I, I knock you guys a little bit, but but I think that here it's good to set it up because you'll appreciate how there's so much raid out there and how you might think things instinctively, but if you do a good job of learning the Gemara, you'll see that there are a lot of these things are <coughs> seem to be mistakes. So what's the power of a pasha asr hua pesha hitter? Well, well, why is that? Why is the Pesha Asar Hua Pesha Hitter believed? Like in this case, if you'd say, why, why is Reuven believed? What's the Pshat that Reuven is believed? Why should he be believed? Well, what is it? What is the power of a Pesha Asar Hua Pesha Hitter? So out there in the veldt, or let me phrase it to you differently. I phrase it to you differently. If you're not Neman, necessarily, just when you have a Migu, as we're saying, Rabbi Yeshua doesn't agree, every Migu can take away money. So how come this is stronger? What is this Moda Rabbi Yeshua that the person is believed because a Pesha Asar Hua Pesha Hitter? I don't, want to, I don't want to make you guys talk, so I'll just throw out what the Veld says. Yeah. He can't have half truth to his claim, basically. <clears throat> Correct. Correct. In other words, if a person is saying something, it's either true or it's not true. You can't take one part without taking the other part. Something like that, right? That would jump out of you. when it's the only thing at play. <clears throat> Correct. Now, the tier, it's only from, from his admission that we have anything. So you can't take one half without the other half. Something like that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Essentially. Okay. Kavaldik. That would be the Pashtas. I think that would definitely be the Pashtas. Special Asar with Pesha Hitir. It's a very different force than the force of Migu. Migu is after respond, right? That's So someone's asking a question, you have to respond. And the question is I'm making a claim. Kobe, I'm saying the truth. Kobe, I'm not saying the truth. But I think creatively, hey, if I could have said something else, which would have been more palatable, more believable. So then, if I didn't say that, I said something else. So then, you know, there's a proof I'm saying the truth on some level. Here, it's not really the way it's working. The way it's working is I'm saying a statement that has two parts, and you're saying either believe or don't believe. It's a very different, very different point. Yeah, you never have to open your mouth. Oh, very good. Salam is binding. Ari saying a different point, a point, which is a different point, is that it doesn't necessarily have to be believe everything I'm saying or don't believe anything I'm saying, like package deal. It could also be a different angle. Every Migo. You have to respond. The question is, you could respond in one of two ways. If I understand, if I could have responded in a more palatable way, so that I believed even in the in the less palatable one. Fine. Here, it's a super strong because I didn't have to say anything. That's also a great point, right? And I'm going to see there there are different points. I think, I think they're both both very good, both very different. But let me say the Gemara. This is what's much fascinating thing. See the Gemara. See how the Gemara says. This is what's out there in the veil. What type of din is it? This type of din, that type of din. Let's learn what the Gemara says. Because I, I can't emphasize this enough. The, the context, this is like the Sugya Peshasa. That's what you're learning this week. Like it's like, you know, this is where it is. Where's the main Maramaka Peshasa Peshasa? Ksubas Tezai. What's the context of how Peshasa Peshasa comes in? Let's make sure this is very clear structurally. There was something that Rabbi Yeshua said in the first paragraph of Ksubas where the power of Migu was not utilized that the person should win despite the, the fact that he had a Migu. Our Mishnah comes to contrast our case with that case. And it's saying, despite the fact that Rabbi Yeshua didn't agree with the Migu that the person wins, but in our case, he's going to win because of Pesha Aswapesha. That's what's taking place. Now let's see the Gemara's analysis. So the Gemara tries to figure out 
What's the case in the first parak that Rabbi Yeshua did not use? And what's therefore the contrast to our case? Meaning, the Rabbi Yeshua, as the Gemara speaks out, there was something in the first parak where even the one with the Migu didn't win. Rabbi Yeshua doesn't always hold the one with the Migu wins. Where there's a Pesha, Asra, Pesha, Etir, he's going to win. What's the case that we're contrasting towards? So the Gemara has a long discussion trying to figure out where it is. Let's go to the Matzpana of the Gemara. It's the last, let's see, it's a little bit more than half of the way down. Ela <clears throat> Aha. No, it's more than half of the way down. I would say four-fifths of the way down. Ela Aha. Hanosi is the of a lomatzala basulam. And this is the Mishan Dafi base, the one that we started with. A person marries a woman and he doesn't find the basulam. At the wedding night, he may, he's, he's with her, the intimate with her the first time, there's no basulam. He only marries Mishir Asani and Asim Sadeo. She says, well, okay, big deal. I was raped after 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 the Ayerson. So my Suba really is still 200. I was raped. It's not my fault. Who will marry? He says, Loki, maybe it's not the Pshad. Maybe you had Bia before the Ayerson. Maybe you tricked me. Maybe it's a Makatot. She is believed. Why is she believed? She's got a bari. He's only a shema. She's got a cheskas aguf. And in addition, she also has a migu. She could have said, what else could she have said? She could have said, mukas eitzani, as the Gemara Dafi Beis says. And mukas eitzani, let's speak this out. This is very important. If she would have said mukas eitzani, would she have necessarily been believed? Why is there a migu that she could have, instead of saying, I was raped after Kedushin, she could have said mukas eitzani? That I was, I, you know, it was some accident. The, 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 it's just an easier answer. It's a, right. Why is it easier? Why? Because of Kuna. Exactly. In other words, it wouldn't make her more than the money, but it's easier because why admit that you were raped? Right? In other words, admission of rape, you know, there's all sorts of other impacts on Allah about marrying the Kayin. It's easier, like you're saying, it's easier for her to say, So here, are you ready for this? This is, this is a little bit to your point. There, in that case, what's, what's, the, what's the Migu, which is potential to say? The migu is something that if I'd say something else, it's not that I'd be more believed on the money, but that it would be easier. It's more, I like the word palatable as opposed to easier, if you don't mind my saying, because palatable like really captures it, right? Like it, they're both there on the table. They both aren't more credible than the other, but it, it's more gishmak to say, to, to say mukas eitz than it is to say that there was a rape. So Rabbi Yeshua says, there's no, no, we don't live by her. And she loses. She doesn't win. The husband is, is the mochsek. And even though there was a Migu, I don't hold the Migu. I don't know that even with that Migu, she's going to win. Even though I disagree with you in that parak and the Migu that she could have said Mukas Eitz, she doesn't win the money with. But with this Migu da Hacha, Modina who Only on that Migu do I argue. I argue on the Migu on Dafi Beis, but I don't argue on the Migu here in this parak. So now we understand the structure. The structure is that there was a Migu that Rabbi Yeshua did not say wins. The Migu is when the woman said Mishra Astani Nanasi after being found to be a Bula on the wedding night. That Migu does not allow her to win. The husband still <coughs> keeps the money that he has. The Migu is not strong enough. In our Mishnah, the person living on the land who didn't have to say, this field used to belong to your father, when he comes along and says, this field used to belong to your father, but I bought it, this Migu, the Gemara saying Rabbi Yeshua agrees, will allow him because to win. Because of the Migu or because of Peshasar? What does the Gemara say? But this Migu, I believe. Yeah. yeah, so far. Very good, so far. I'm just setting it up to, for drama, dramatic effect. <laughs> so if I would ask you, how come Rabbi Yeshua, I'm just saying, repeating it. 
If I would ask you, how come Rabbi Yeshua agrees to this migu if he disagreed with that migu? What words would you use? Pesha, sorry. Pesha, sorry. I mean, migu. But, yeah, but what, what, why is this one better than oh, that one? Oh, okay, fine. Your point, right? Okay. You didn't have to. You know, over there? I have a third thing. Can I give you a third thing? In that migu over there, is the migu coming to, how is it coming to, what's it coming to do? Take away money or save your money? Take away the money. In our case, what's the migu coming to do? Allow you to stay on the land. Correct? <coughs> Fourth one. The migu over there, the migu over there, was, there was nothing more believable. Right? It was just more palatable to say mukasets. Here, if, 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 you, if, they, if, if Ruben would have said, would say to Shimon, this field never used to belong to your father. What would have happened? He for sure would have won, right? Because Shimon has no evidence. So it's a it's stronger migu because if I would have said that, I would have been believed. So we have four differences, is that right? Let's go over them one more time, one more time. How many differences do we think we have between this case and that case? Number one, this case is Pasha Asar. Why? Why would we mean it's Pasha Asar as opposed to migu? It's a different force. Here, without him saying anything, you know nothing. So therefore, somebody could say it's a different force. You either believe everything you say, you don't believe anything. That's different than where you have to respond. The question is what you respond with. That's point number one. Maybe Pastor Oswald is fundamentally different than me. Point number two is that over here you could be quiet, and over there you can't be quiet. Point number three, here the Migu is trying to, the Migu is trying to save what you have, and there the Migu is trying to take away. And point number four is that there, both of your claims are, in, in both of your claims that you could have said, there's no more credibility in either one, which is more palatable to say, Mukasets. In our case, saying that it wasn't your father's would be more them. Four glaring differences. Like anyone would get those, right? More or less. Something, might you have your own nusaf, but like you would clearly see the difference. And what does the Gemara say? Michti. This is the best line of all, of all time. Michti. Let's see. Let's analyze the Gemara. Hi migu, hi migu. This is a migu, and this is a migu. My shna, hi migu, me hi migu. Why is this migu any different than that migu? What's the Gemara doing? The Gemara is saying that we don't understand the difference. The Gemara's analysis on this is I don't have. If Rabbi Yeshua and Dafi Beis didn't follow migu to allow the woman to be mozi the gal, how come over here in our Mishnah, <coughs> Rabbi Yeshua is agreeing that the migu wins? That's what the Gemara says. So, it's, it's, it's a very, like, it's like a Shurah Kavara a little bit, because we, we, we just thought of four glaring differences. But I, I, I think the, main, the most important takeaway of, the whole, of the, the whole analysis, before we even see what the Gemara answers, the most important point here, I think, is as follows. <coughs> the most important point is that, I'm, I'm, not, I'm just using him as a little bit as a carbon, that what Jacob said that there's an independent power of Pesha Asar is simply not true. There's no independent power of Pesha Asar. Pesha Asar's power needs the utilization of Migu. What do I mean to say? If there's a new type of Namanis, which is not, why didn't I say this versus this, there's a proof of the truth. If there's a new type of Namanis, that if we don't know anything except from a person's mouth, then you either take what they say or you don't take what they say. If that's a new sort of Namanis, that it's indivisible, and you take on the statement, you don't take on the statement. Not only is the Lashon HaGemara wrong, not only is the Lashon HaGemara wrong, the Taichan of the Gemara is wrong. Here it's not that the Naman is Mikhaech Migu, 
It's a new din that you can't split a statement and say, I believe that half and not that half. You clearly see in the Gemara's analysis that there's no new din na'amanus to a Pasha Asar without the utilization of Migu. Everyone see that. It's why much like a Gemara. It's a very hard Gemara because it makes sense, all these points that we're saying. But I think that's the most important takeaway. It's very hard because in the Velt, there's a lot of thought about this. Pasha Asar is very different than Migu. It's a different different din. The Gemara, often a Gemara, not that way. The Gemara says, Mifti, hi Migu, ma'ashna, hi Migu, ma'ashna, Migu. And Rashi, he doesn't mention that, but like he would... It's not a problem with Rashi above. He doesn't mention anything about Migo in his analysis. Uh, uh, right, right. It seems that Rashi is just, we'll have to see what the Gemara answers, why the Migo is better. So hold off in just one second. But it seems that Rashi isn't arguing, and this I think is the yeah. key. Rashi agrees the, 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 the Nemanis is based on, since he didn't know it except for me, therefore, if I wouldn't have said anything, I would have been believed, right? Or if I'd say it wasn't your father to be believed. So now that's what I'm saying now that I bought it. There's, there's evidence, there's a built-in support to that. It's still utilizing me. Now, I think it's important you could say, and this is what's going to happen, obviously we see it's stronger, right? Like the Mar's struggling to understand why it's stronger, but it is stronger. So it's possible that even though you need to utilize the power of Migu, the power is bigger. Meaning, the me, you're, you're working with the mechanism of Migu. Since I could have said it wasn't your father's, therefore when I say it was your father's, but I bought it, I have an amonis of what I'm saying. It's utilizing the power of Migu, of course. But the strength in the Naimonis is stronger than a regular Migo. It's possible. You could say that. But my main point is <clears throat> the mechanism of the Naimonis is through the power of Migo. That's Mamash or Gemara. That's really exactly what the Gemara is saying. So then the Gemara is trouble. The Gemara is saying, so what's the difference? Why is Rabbi Yeshua agreeing here if he didn't agree there? That's the Gemara's question. Okay, very good. So what is the Gemara saying? Haqa in shar over here, the ox is not slaughtered. Over there, the ox, the ox is slaughtered. <laughs> so that's a euphemism. Right? The ox is slaughtered. Who's talking about an ox? Right, what's going on? <coughs> so it's a euphemism for like, person has it, and it's like, you come home, you have your prized cow, and one day you see it slaughtered. You're like, well, who did that? Right? So it's an expression of like, of um, mystery, shock, like surprise, trying to figure something out. That's like what the euphemism is trying to express. So in our case, the ox is not slaughtered. What does it mean the ox is not slaughtered? Reuben just happily living in the, in the, in the land. At, there's, no, there's no suspicion. There's no ox slaughter. There's no mystery in front of us. Whereas at Dafyad Bay's, when the woman who was assumed to be a, a, a basula is now on the wedding night of Baula, even before we listen to everybody's claims, the, the ox is slaughtered. You walk home and it's like, what, what happened over here? That's the point that the Gemara says. I don't know. Let's see. Well, it's such a cryptic line in the Gemara because if you notice, we didn't say anything. You know, you have to sing. Okay, we'll see. Maybe Taisu learns. I want to take it very slow. It's going to be open to many interpretations. That's what's amazing. When without the Gemara, when you speak in a mushal, it's very open to interpretation, right? You notice the Gemara didn't say the point, right? The Gemara speaks in a parable. The ox is not slaughtered here, and the ox is slaughtered there. What exactly is the point of the Gemara? The Gemara is not saying, and the Gemara is hiding behind the parable. So that's why it's amazing. That's why we're going to have a Rashi with the Taisvis. We'll try to figure out. There are those, I'm just going to throw it out there, who want to outsmart Rashi, who want to outsmart Taisvis, and say, the Gemara is answering that, that, that Peshasar is now Migu. I think it's, I'm just trying to build it up because I think it, it's cool to see it. And while Rashi and Taisvis say, you'll build it up, you make a mistake. And the Gemara's question, for sure, the Gemara didn't see the difference. It was Migu. So some people want to say, yeah, that's cool for the Gemara's tarots. 
The Gemara's Teretz is that if the Shar is not Shachad Lefanacha, in our case where we don't have any reason to think different, <clears throat> so now, but that basically is setting up is that it's only from him that you know anything. So if it's only from him that you know anything, then there's a new thing called Pesha Asar. Okay? I, I'm not saying it's impossible. It doesn't, doesn't seem exactly to me like that's in the Gemara. But then again, I, I see how you can hide behind a parable and say, well, the Gemara didn't say anything. The Gemara just said a parable. So it's up to us to kind of like piece it together with the point. And maybe that's the point. The point is that when the Shah wasn't Shachot, you know nothing except from him. So if you know nothing except from him, so then you have to believe anything the guy says. It's what not if, based on me. What if a woman comes before she's married and says that I was raped? Like she's, she's about to get married and then she tells him, like, it's like, as a, like before pre-marriage, like, I just want to let you know that I was raped and that's why I'm not too old. And she believed that she was raped. As opposed to what? As opposed to afterward. Like afterward, she just believes that not. As, I'm saying, what's the question if she be believed or not? No, she is a Baula, so the question is if she was raped or she did it willingly? The Ksuba amount is the same. If, if a girl was raped before or, or had willingly, it'd be the, the amount is the same. No, but we believe her in both cases, whether it's before or after. Like, on her word, we believe it. The, after, when it happens afterwards, the reason it's a question of belief is because the husband's claiming that you were a Baula from before, not afterwards and therefore you tricked me and I you owe me I don't owe you that amount. But if she she's coming in before she's married and she says she's a Baula, so then it's very clear because he was only a hundred. Okay, so let's read so that you could learn Shah in the Gamar that the Gamar is answering Shar Shakal Fanacha Shar ain't Shakal Fanacha. Maybe there's Sakanat, Migo and Mem and Pashas are not the same thing. But like I said we showed him don't learn like that. So let's read Rashi and the Florida Tyson. Rashi is very consistent with his point that he said on the top of the arm. Let's read Rashi. Here the, the shah isn't shechted, that it should arise on the, on the heart of the owner to ask, who shechted it? Kalemar. Right, saying, now we got to put this into our case. What's, what is the point? Had this guy been silent, no one would have, have made a claim. Had Ruvay not said anything, Shimon would never have made a claim. Why is that? How does Rashi know that Shimon would have never made a claim? Maybe Shimon would have made a claim. The answer is, Rashi is very consistent with his view. That, right. We, own, we assume the case is that Shimon has no idea. It had not been obvious that it's true that Reuven bought it off Shimon's father. There was no reason for him to say that it belonged to the father. In other words, if Shimon has a taina, the, hey, didn't, wasn't this my dad's field? So then it would throw the whole thing off. Then it would just be a regular migu and Rabbi Shua wouldn't agree. But here, since Shimon doesn't know, Shimon knows nothing, so the ox is not slaughtered. Rashi's understanding of that muscle is that the owner doesn't see anything in his mind to make a claim. Shimon knows nothing about this field being his family's. So Shimon would never have made a claim. So Reuven doesn't have to ever think that someone's going to come and, and, and try to take it away from him. That's why we say Migo. The fact that she's not having the basulim, that's what's making the husband alarmed. That's why he's making a claim. Even though she could have a better response, so there is a migu. No one's denying that she could have said mukaseit, which is more palatable. We don't say migu. Rabbi Yeshua doesn't hold a migu. First of all, you know what's off with the whole migu? Who said she thinks about saying mukaseit? All right, we're very creative. Why didn't you say a better title, Mukaseitz? Maybe she didn't think about it. She didn't know she could have said it. She was dumb. You know, right? So it like throws off the whole Migu. Maybe everybody's dumb, right? If people are dumb, then, then Migu makes no sense. The whole Migu is, if you're assuming you will say you're the best Taino. Yeah, have enough conversations with enough people in the world, you realize not everybody's that smart. 
Right? Not everybody's that cunning. It's amazing to read that in Arashi. That's the chisarin. That's taka built into every migu. It taka is a chisarin. And maybe that's where Yeshua taka holds that, that, that you can't win with that. Inamirum kama'arim, which is epic. What does that mean? Inamirum kama'arim. The famous kasha on every migu. If everybody knows migu, then the whole thing doesn't work. You ever think about that question? You know, are we saying the opposite, though? The whole point one second, one second, we make sure we know what Rashi's saying. What is Rashi saying? Not me, what are we saying? Maybe the reason Migu is no good, you know why Migu is no good? Because Everybody knows Migu, yeah, so then yeah. it doesn't prove anything, right? So that's old, it's a cash 22. It works the first time around, but the next time around, it, it undermines the system. So Rashi and Achanami. That's Takab Shabbos, that's where Yeshua holds that with the Migu, she doesn't win. So over there, where she has a stam migu, meaning there's something that's coming that we're making a taina, and the shail is, should I say A or should I say B? So migu doesn't win. We have all these holes in migu. Maybe she's stupid, like people are stupid, and maybe she just is, knows the system too well, right? And therefore, there's no migu can't win. But in our case, the migu does win. Why in our case does the migu win? What's the pshat? The pshat is because people are stupid, but they're not that stupid, right? And it doesn't take somebody to be that smart. Over here, no one would ever tell anything to Ruben, right? Ruben's sitting on the land, he's sitting pretty, nothing, has no reason to ever open his mouth and say anything. No one would ever make a dine on him. So if he comes along and says, it used to be your father's, but I bought it, he's for sure that what he's saying is the truth. Why so one second, one second, making sure the Gemara is clear. So is that clear to understand? So what's the Gemara's terrace? Is in our Gemara, Pesha or Pesha Hetir, we know the Gemara analyzed, Michti did the Gemara reverse from its Hanacha? The answer is no, a resounding no. It's still a Migu. Rashi's very clear it's still a Migu. The point, why is this Migu stronger than that Migu? The Teretz is because here it's more of a double posture that what he's saying is true. Because if not, no one would have ever said anything to him. So if it's not for the fact that it's a double posture that what he's saying is the truth, he never would have said anything. Now Rashi's understanding of the Gemara, again, is 100% built based on his Hanacha. At the case he is here, that Shimon wouldn't doesn't know anything if not if not for Ruvay. It sounds like from Rashi, if Shimon would, hey, you know, I thought it was Dad's field at one point, right? If Shimon has it such a taina, then there's no Peshasartaka. Meaning there's no Migu. Why? Because Shimon has a claim. So Ruvay kind of needs to say, no, I, 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 he needs to say something. So then it throws off the whole Migu. Meaning if Shimon would have a claim, not evidence, but if Shimon would have a claim that this field used to belong to my fathers, then according to Rashi, what would the halacha be? If Reuven says, I admit it used to be your father's, but I bought it, what would the halacha be? Like the case of Mesulam. Like the case of he would lose. Ah, he could have said it wasn't your father's, you're lying and you have no evidence, and he would have won. We don't care. Why don't we care? Because first of all, maybe he's stupid. Second of all, maybe he just knows Migu too well. Migu doesn't work. Everyone understand that Shittas Rashi. Shittas Rashi is that if Shimon would have a time. He thinks it used to be his father's. But without evidence, he confronts Reuven about it. Reuven says, I admit what you're saying is true. It used to be your father's, but I bought it. What would the halacha be? We throw Reuven out of the field. That's just rash. You still say Reuven's a liar. He's just preempting Shimon. Yeah, that's all I was going to say. That is the svar that the Gemara is saying. If the shah is not shachat l'fanach, that Shimon is not coming and Shimon doesn't know anything, we don't assume that there's a fault in the system. Exactly. I think that's Mamish the point. We don't assume it's preemptive. If Shimon can come with a taina, that there's something that can bring him here, hey, who slaughtered my ox? Then the Migu system is off because maybe the person isn't so smart or he's too smart. But when he's not saying anything and there's no reason to think he knows anything, then Ruvain's opening of the mouth for sure what he's saying is true or else he wouldn't say anything. That's exactly Shita's Rashi in the Gemma. But why okay? is he saying anything at all? Because if, if you're not backing, if you're backing into the, the corner, then you're immediately suspicious. If right. you're not backing into a corner, right? right. So the ain't shachal of is the fact that she has no reason to say anything. 
Pretty much. Because what's every case of Migu? So what does he mean? Let's go slow. I challenge all of you in this room right now to tell me one Migu that you know of from Shas. <laughs> it's hard. It's harder than you think it is. You think of the other time, it's not. It's not your fault. It's, it's, it's everybody's fault. It's very hard. To, I'll give you one. We'll make it easy. Okay? We'll make it easy. Let's compare it to another Migu that we know works. Anyone want to you you try one? You know a Migu? <laughs> Embarrassing, no? It's like, no, it's like, what's embarrassing? It's like, yeah, every Migu is like that. You can't yeah, name one Migu. You can't name one Migu. It's a good outlook. But the nice that's the truth. It's hard. You know why most Migus end up with exceptions where you don't see Migus? By the way, most of the time you've learned, you've learned about Migu a lot in your life. Most Migu discussions are time where you don't say them. <laughs> to actually know on the tip of your tongue in case where you say Migu is a lot harder than you think it is. Is it more than a mix one? That's one where you don't say it, right? Yeah, that's the thing. You don't say it there, right? That's the whole Kasha. Texas says Kasha. You're all the big Where do you say Migu, right? So, so I'll give you one. I'll give you one. Um, so here's a good one. There's a classic case. A guy was um, living in, in someone's field. Come on, Baba Basra. Someone comes over to him. And he says, uh, and this is really the question. Someone's living in the field. And a guy comes over. Let's call him Ruvain. Shimon comes over. He says, Ruvain, uh, uh, what, what, what are you doing in my land? This is my land. Now, Shimon has no proof, nothing, garnish. Ruvain could have said, what are you talking about? It's my land. And he would have won, right? Instead of saying that, Ruvain says, I know I know, it used to be your land, but I'm telling you, I, 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 I bought it off you. I just lost my document. That's the halacha. Ruvain wins. Ruvain's allowed to stay. Why? Because he had a Migu. Shimon had no evidence, nothing. You could have told Shimon, fly a kite. This never was your land. It's always my land. So fret the Ramban. That's, I think, the Migu B'chol HaShatz. A good example of what he's saying. How does that work, according to Rashi? According to Rashi, Rabbi Yeshua would hold, that's not a good Migu. Why? Because Shimon's confronting Ruvain. Shimon's saying to Ruvain, that's my land. What are you doing in my land? My boy's by Ara, the Gemara Baba says. And that's, that's confrontation. That's Shara Shachal right? That's what are you doing in my land? It's just the same as our case, just... Just what? Just not allowed. Exactly. That's why it's such a good question. No, but it's like the same circumstance. That's why it's such a good question. The Gemara Baba Baba says that the Migu well, works. I understand why it's a question. I'm curious. So what? So, very good. I'm with you. So one second. So slow. So I was bothered by this also. Who says we have to care that Rabbi Yeshua holds is not a Migu? Maybe Nachnami. The Gemara says we pass on the Gemara Gamliel, right? Well, yeah. In this case. So why is it such a kasha? I, so I'm giving Yitzchak credit because he asked it. But at the end of the day, I don't know why it's such a tumult. And Nachnami, maybe the, the Migu B'Kulei Ashas that we assume when one person confronts another and he responds when he has a better time. And Nachnami is the like Rabbi Yeshua. So I don't know. I'm not sure if shot in the kasha of the Ramban, to be honest with you. But the Ramban assumes like it's like two... The way I was almost saying, like, it's too fundamental over here that the Machlech is from Gamil and Rabbi Yeshua is, 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 is there a Migu whenever there's a claim? You know, like, hey, that's the Kashi Yasser Ashi. So I don't, I don't think in, but I think there's an important point here. I think there's a very important point here. I think it's a Pashadazach over here in, understand, in understanding why, why it's different. I, I, I shouldn't say understanding why it's different. It's not, I don't know. All right, well, I think. I'm like scared to, scared to kind of kind of open, but 
in a case where somebody over there comes to, Shimon comes to Reuben, he says, he's on his land. And Shimon's like, what are you doing on my land? There's no reason to think that Shimon's saying anything. Meaning, Shimon just comes along and opens his mouth. That's not the confrontation that Rashi is talking about. That's just someone comes out of the blue and says, what well, your thing is my thing. But that's not, that's nothing. There's no drara, there's no suffix, there's no reason to declare. That's not Sharshachal Afanacha, just because he, he pipes up. What Sharshachal Afanacha? Everybody Yeshua doesn't hold up on Dafyid base. The pshat is, you have a Kala who comes and she's a Ba'ula. She turns out she was a Ba'ula. So forget about whether there are answers there. Of course there are answers there. Yeah, but as Rashi says, when you read it, I think it's important to put in the words of Rashi. Rashi says, when the chassan comes to Bastin, he's coming because there wasn't a besulim. It's not just, you know, he comes up and says, hey, maybe, you know, I don't owe you money, maybe your thing is mine, right? It, 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 there's, there's a shar shachot. So, right, there's, an, there's a drara. There, Rabbi Yeshua holds, the makam a drara, a migu can't win. That's the insight of Rabbi Yeshua. But Mako Madrara Amigu cannot win. Mako Madrara Amigu cannot win. So, now, fine, I like that, and that's why it's good. Avada, someone out of the blue comes along and says something, and the other person responds, admitting to the claim, but saying the win, then there will be a good Migu because there was no Drara. I think that's good. Lamashal, compared to Baba Basra, why will win? Now, I like it. Now, but there's still a little bit of a Kasha. Why? Because in our case, Reuven, Reuven goes over to Shimon. Shimon's not even confronting him. The Mishnah says, here Rabbi Yeshua will agree. Why will he agree? Because ain't Shashachal Fanacha. Rashi emphasized, what does mean Shashachal Fanacha? The guy would never have confronted him with nothing. Let the, let the Mishnah say better. Let the Mishnah say, Umayyad Rabbi Yeshua, even where Reuven would confront Shimon, but if there's no Shashachal Fanacha, then he won't win. Meaning, I get, I kind of answered the question that the Ramban has on Rashi by saying, that the, the, the Rabbi Yeshua will agree whenever there's no drawer, then even when there is a confrontation from one party to the other, so 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 so, so the Migu will still win if there was no drawer. I get that. I think I've answered why it's different than that case. But in the present, if you're the Tana now and you're going to contrast the Mishnah Daf Yubeis to some other case, instead of bringing this case, let it bring them like a case like that in Baba Basra, where even where there is a Taina and there is a confrontation, but that's Kufa what the Mishnah should highlight. What's Over the there, Rabbi Yeshua will agree. Why does the Mishnah run? In other words, what's bothering me is. I know this is not the way the Ramban asks. Ramban's asking a different question. Why does Rabbi Shuwataka agree to that Migu? I think we've answered that very clearly. If there's no draw, Rabbi Shua will agree. But what I'm saying is, Agufa, why is the Mishnah saying, Umoyi Rabbi Yeshua, where Reuven comes to Shimon and says, I admit that this used to be yours, that your father's, but, 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 but I'm telling you, I bought it. There, Rabbi Yeshua agrees. Wouldn't it have been a beggar Chedesh to say, Umoyi Rabbi Yeshua, where Reuven came over to Shimon and said, You're on my father's land, you're on my land. And Reuven responded, no, it's not true because I bought it off of you by lost my star that he's not one. Wouldn't that have been a better idea? I don't think so. No? Speak what, out. What's the whole point of the confrontation? The whole point of the confrontation is that he's forced to say something. Right. He's not forced to, he could ignore him. Right. It's the same thing. It, 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 I, I, what I'm saying is, it, it wouldn't have been, wouldn't a case where Ruvain is confronting Shimon with a Taina been a better way of bringing out that, 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 that it's different than the Mishnah and Dafi base? What is the, the Mishnah's contrast? This is different than Dafyid Bey's because here the person is not confronting him, right? That's what the Gemara, the Gemara's analysis of the Moda is. There was Shar Shachat, here it's not Shar Shachat. Well, why don't we bring out a case even where there is confrontation, but bring out the point that if there's no Jara, then 
the confrontation doesn't matter because Reuven has no basis for his claim. Just out of the blue, maybe maybe he's saying, "Hey, this is my land." There, he's going to agree to them. You go, no, they're not. I mean, that it's it's, but that's still short shachad versus not. Or the Gemara would give a different answer. I, I, so that's exactly what I wanted. What would you respond over there? What would I say? I, I would think I would say it's ain't short shachad. Yeah. Right, and that's why I think that, that's why I'm asking. Good, yeah, no. So I don't know. I think I, if you phrase the question, why does Rabbi Yeshua agree to that Miku and Baba Basra? I think we have an answer. But Malcolm, that there's no draw of the cloud, then you could say it's good. But that's all we essentially we're saying. It all fits into Ain Shachah Even Sometimes, even with a claim, it will be Ain Shachah Okay, so then very good. But that Kufan Udadim then. So then why does the Mishnah only speak about a case where women went over to Shimon? So I don't know. I don't, I'm a little bit famished over here. There's no question. Right? Rashi Bart and Rashi. Right. So why would Rashi go out of his way to right. say that? Right, right, right. exactly. Let, let it keep the case that maybe Shimon would have come over to Reuven. But the point is, if there's no basis for the claim, if Shimon would just come out of the blue, then it's Vaitar in Shar Shachal of So I don't know. I, don't, I haven't really answered the question. Okay, so let's go a little Vaitar. Yeah. Real quick, the, the Migos are, are different. Let's say, like, the Migo in the case in the case <coughs> is that the better claim, it, like, she's agreeing the fact that, like, there's evidence there. Everyone knows what happened. It's not like she's denying what he's saying. She could either give one answer or another answer. Here, the agreement, like he could either agree with, with Shimon or not agree yeah. with Shimon. Like it's a different, yeah. you know, yeah. I don't know, yeah. I don't know yeah. if that like plays yeah. a fact at all, but I feel like it's a, it's a different sort of migo. Either, like yeah. the fact that he yeah. agrees to Shimon, yeah. I feel like he's get a better migo because he doesn't have to at all. Right. Versus in this other case, yeah. he has See, to. See, Okay, let's read Taitzis. Awesome, Shar Shal Fanacha. Pierce for Kutcher Shutoi and Achala Rasak and Nesavach and Shal Fanacha, Dain Allah Tov. Right? Rashi again was about whether or not Shimon was, was Tovea Rube. For read Mephari, Shachanami or Vala Tovo. No, it could be that he was Tovea him. Taitzis disagrees with Rashi. Taitzis holds that it could be that Shimon is confronting Ruvain about it being his land. There, she can't contradict the facts. She definitely lost her Bazulan. That's the point of the mashal. The point of the mashal, if the shah is shechted, you can't say it's not shechted. You can explain why it's not your fault that it was shechted, but you can't disagree that it is shechted. A dead shah is a dead shah. So she has to respond. She can't dispute the facts. So she has to come up with a taina why she still has a despite the fact that the shah is shechted, despite the fact that she doesn't have a sulam, how could I still win the ksuba? So she's coming up with a, 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 a taina study, call it that, a taina study, how she still deserves the ksuba despite the fact that she's a baula. There, Rabbi Yeshua says, the migu doesn't win. Ha-ha, in our case of the karaka, in shah shechlefanacha, because even if Shimon was confronting Reuven and saying, this is my father's land, he could say what you're saying is not true. So that's exactly the way Tais has learned. That's the way Jacob has said. It's a starker amigu when you're tying up the, 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 the opening of the din tire, the facts can be disputed. Even when Shimon knows. Right, even if Shimon is having a taina. But if Shimon has a taina, but if Reuven can respond, your taina is wrong. You're saying it was your father's. It's wrong. This was not your father's. This was actually my father's. So then that is a stronger amigu which can be utilized to a greater amount than in a case where it's shar shachad and they have to come along with the tiny study of how to win. That's the way Tysus learns the Gemara. So I know Rashi and Tysus are learning the Gemara different. I, 100%, everyone should see that. And according to Rashi, it's because Ruvain didn't have to, Ruvain's not responding to a tiny from Shimon. And according to Tysus, it's because he could have disputed the tiny from Shimon as opposed to answering why he still is the winner. That's the difference between them. But big picture here in the Gemara. What is the Nehmanus in our Gemara? Does it remain amigo or not remain amigo? Right, the Gemara analyzed. Mechti, amigu, amigu, mashra, amigu, amigu. What did the Gemara answer? Shashrachav, ain't shashrachav, Did the Gemara move away from the fact that our Mishnah is a Nehmanus from Migu? No, 
it is still an Avon Shem Migu. There is thus that our Migu is stronger than the Migu on Dafi base, either in Rashi, because there, there's no confrontation here, and here there's no confrontation, and there there is. Whereas in, in Daisus, even if there is a confrontation, but there I can dispute your claim, here I can only answer towards your claim, but I can't dispute the claim itself. But either way, fundamentally, they're both Migu. Now, and what, this is what remains, all the other Chilukim that we said, Right? They don't go. Right? It doesn't go. Saying Peshasar is fundamentally different, not true. Saying that it's different because you could have been silent, right? Not good. Saying that it's different because here I had Nemonasataina versus there is just more palatable, not good. Right? I'm just trying to bring out the point. Like I'm glossing over it enough. I'm not bringing out the point enough because like I, I, the Velt makes such a big deal out of it. Let me just bring out the point. In the Welt, like they define it as like two different types of Migu. There's something called a Migu di Baitayin, Tain, a Migu di Baitayin, and a Migu of Kalach and Amonis. What does that mean? What is the terminology? This, this raid is not in a Gemara. It's like, a, but it's very famous from Rabbi that there's two types of Migu. One type of Migu is, I would have won if I would have said that. So I can't lose because I didn't say the better claim. And that lumdus it's not even a rye that I'm telling the truth even. It's not even based on that. It's based upon a person has their given powers in a court. In other words, if there's a claim against you and, there, and there's one claim to say that you would win with, so then you can't lose by saying a worse claim. It's like you saw it in Namonis. In other words, it's a din you have to be miming a claim when there was a better claim that would have won you the money. Even if it's not a raya that you're telling the truth, it was, whoa, why didn't I think of the better claim? If you would have a kayak Namonis with the other claim, then automatically that same midah of Namonis should be with the other claim. That's one type of migu. Then there's another, that, that, that obviously would only work if you would have won with the other claim. Then there's a migu di bai time where you wouldn't have won any more or less, depending on which claim you say. But it's more palatable to say one than the other. So we say, if you said this as opposed to saying that, it's a raya, it's a proof that you must be telling the truth. So that could exist, even if there wouldn't have been more monus between one claim and the other. It's just, why did I say that as opposed to saying that? Ah, it's a proof, I must be telling the truth. In the Welt, they make it two different types of dinim and two different types of migus. If Gemara is beferish, there's no difference. The migu of, of Mishirastani and Anasi, that she could have said mukasets, which one is that? That's migu dibaitan. There's no more Nehmanas. It's just to prove she's telling the truth because why didn't she say the more palatable thing? In our case, maybe he's being Tovehim, not Tovehim. It doesn't matter. The point is, if I would have said this was not your father's field, I would have won. There's a Kayak Nehmanas. So therefore, when I say that, that rather I bought it from your father, I have that same Midas HaNehmanas. And the Gemara doesn't see a Chilak. There's no Chilak to the Gemara. Can you repeat that? Sorry. Is that kind of like Shafat versus Ain Shafat? It's not in the words. And not only is it not in the words, it's not in Rashi Yotaisis, clearly. In other words, forget. Maybe if you want to be super creative and say, I'll, I'll, I'll outsmart Rashi Yotaisis, I'll learn the Gemara different than what Ain Shah Shah Lafanacha means. I'll learn that Ain Shah Shah Lafanacha means that, 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 that since the guy had no evidence that it was his father's, and he's just saying it was his father's, so I would have said if it wasn't his father's, I would have won. So therefore, it's Kayach Namonis when I say I bought it from him, I win. Whereas over there, in that case, Shah is Shachat, I can't. Disagree that I was a baula, so I just could say this or say this. But if I would have said that, I wouldn't have been more believed. So it's just a migu di baitan. It really doesn't emphasize the point because it's not from the shachal or not shachal. It's whether the other tanya that I would have said would have had nemonus or was just more palatable. It doesn't really fit in the words. But forget about whether we think well, it could have. The only been. reason why I would have had nemonus because it's in that shachal. particular case. But you could come up with a case where it would be nemonus despite the fact that it's shachal for nachan, then you would win. You'll figure it out. This thing is not the point. You have what I'm saying. It's not because it's shachat. It's not because it's shachat. That's why there's no migu. There's no migu because there's no namonus 
to saying to saying Well, right? uh, yeah, maybe. maybe. But that's not the point. The, what I'm saying, the vart isn't that it's shachet. The vart is. That's why it's such a not the right point to bring out. The point isn't whether it's shachet. It's like a Polish way of saying it. The point is whether the other taina that I would have said would have had namanus. In the case of the man and Daphne Bays, it's only Migudi Baitan. Whether I would have said Mukat's eight or whether I, whether I would have said Mishorasani Nasi, there's no din namanus. It's just what I'd rather prefer to say. Whereas by us, if I would have said what you're saying is wrong, I would have won. That's the fight. Shachar ain't shachar is in the Nakuda. In Rashi and Tysus, I understand why shachar ain't shachar is the Nakuda. Right? Let's like go Rashi. Shachar is whether or not there's a confrontation. In Tysus, shachar is whether or not there's a given that the title of the other Baldavar has to be addressed. Okay. Very gishmak. It fits into the words. Right? It fits mamish and beautiful into the muscle of the Gemara. Shachar or not shachar. What we're bringing out is a complete other discrepancy which the Gemara doesn't seem to say. So... I'm not even down to say that we could outsmart Rashi and Tysus and say it. But either way, even if you are, isn't that's not the Gemara Rashi and Tysus. There's no reason that learns the Gemara that way. So Al-Kofanim, it sounds like from the Gemara that two main takeaways I want you to walk away with. That Pesha Asar and Migu are not different. Walk away. And number two, there's no difference between a Migu Dubaitan and a Migu Dubaitan or a Migu Dubaitan or a and a Migu Dubaitan however you want to phrase it. Right. I, I, it's, it's wild. It's a, so a wild thing. You're such an Ohev Shalom. What? You're such an Ohev Shalom. Kalachatana, Kalachatana, Manas is That's what I'm saying. Like, it's wild. Like, I, no, I'm saying, like, I, 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 I try to understand, like, I, like, when, like sometimes you have a friend of, like, a thoughts, like, these became so, like, basic in the, in, like, the basics of Migu. Like, everybody, like, you're supposed to know that, that there's two types of Migus, right? There's Migu that, if I would have said that, I would have won. So if I say something else, I can't, lose from what I could have said that would have won. And then there's a different Miku that it's a proof I'm telling you the truth because why didn't I say something that's more palatable? It's two different types of Miku. It's wild. Okay. Next week is actually a little bit of an off week. Uh, okay, maybe in the Amin base, towards the Amin base. It gets a little, gets a little strong. I hope the uh, you know, you should learn these Gemaras. These are very famous Gemaras. Hadassim, dancing with Hadassim. Kids in Maraktan. How many people at Leviathan? It's an interesting doctor.